Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. That is it! The crown belongs to Charlotte! This is the Charlotte FC postgame show presented by UNC Charlotte. Head to charlotte.edu to get to know your hometown university. Capetti with a shot. They score! It's Joe Capetti! He just gets better and better. Dave Polina! Oh, what the best one yet! There are not enough superlatives for the ability of Christian Polina. You're listening to the Charlotte FC Radio Network. Now to the voices of your Charlotte Football Club, Will Pelagic and Jessica Charman, with exclusive post-game coverage of tonight's match between Charlotte FC and New York City FC. Charlotte FC with a 1-0 victory over NYCFC on opening night in Uptown Charlotte. Will Pelagic, Jessica Charman here with you. This is the UNC Charlotte post-game show as Charlotte FC wins a home opener and a season opener for the first time in club history. An eighth-minute winner by Adilson Milanda stands tall for the final 82-plus minutes. And from my perspective, Jessica Charman, while there are things to work on and while there are moments that were somewhat shaky, you can forget about them at least until midnight because this is something that I think everybody from Charlotte FC's perspective will enjoy because it feels like a weight's been lifted off the shoulders. Yeah, you got to soak in the win, right? you got to soak in the moments. Was it perfect? No. But wins don't have to be perfect. At the end of the day, you've climbed up the table and you've got that first win in the column, something that took over three matches for Charlotte FC to do in their first two seasons of existence. That's an incredible feeling. Says a lot about how this team has bought into the Dean Smith era and it shows a lot about what this squad is doing. We talked in the open about the game plan for Charlotte FC and how a lot of people from the outside maybe don't understand it in the same way or they don't believe in it in the same way. But today you saw Yuri Tavares come in on his MLS debut ready to play. Mm -hmm. He walked in as though he was an MLS player because he's been prepared in this system. He's been prepared in this club. He understands the culture and he's ready to thrive. You saw a 16-year-old, 16 years old in two days, by the way, not 16 and something, 16. Mm -hmm. Fresh 16, Nymphasha Berkimus, come in and look like he belonged, look like he understood the system. Jao Pedro comes in. And I think you have to take so much belief and confidence in what Charlotte FC is building here that not only is this exciting as a win, it's an exciting to look into what this means for the future of this season and club. The one thing that I felt like was a common refrain from Dean Smith was, we're going to be tough to beat. And I don't think we necessarily knew what that meant until we saw it personified today. Uh, while there were moments where New York City got themselves in and got themselves a lot of dangerous area spots, there were just many more opportunities where if the ball was crossed in, there was a blue shirt on the other side of it. It was organized, and they understood that the ball is the threat. It was so refreshing to watch these guys step to the ball rather than have to occupy certain areas of the field. They understood the first goal is to step to the ball. It was so organized inside the 18. They understood their rules. They understood where to go. 
Talked about four clean sheets in preseason. A lot of people said, oh, that means nothing. Well, to get their first clean sheet in this game, too, when that was something that was very difficult for Charlotte FC last season, is a hugely encouraging sign, too. He now has 14 clean sheets, by the way, does Christian Kalina, who had himself quite a career in Europe. He now has surpassed his European total, what he had at Ludogorets. Charlotte won, New York City nil. A brilliant, brilliant final for Charlotte FC in this one, and they get a victory over their pigeon friends from north and also continue to stay undefeated against NYCFC in their history. Back with more post game in a moment on the Charlotte FC Radio Network. You're listening to the Charlotte FC Post Game Show exclusively on the Charlotte FC Radio Network. Now back to Will Pelagic and Jessica Charman with exclusive post game coverage of tonight's match. Welcome back. Charlotte FC, a 1-0 victory over NYCFC. Let's take a look at the scoring summary. Just one goal on the board. It came off a set-piece. Charlotte FC a year ago had less set-piece goals than any team in Major League Soccer. Just three to their credit. Uh, New York City had only four to their credit. Well, it's a team that has usually done pretty well in set-pieces over the course of their history. But Charlotte FC, only three a year ago with ten of them allowed. But they definitely worked on them in training, Jess, and we saw very much how and why with the way that they were able to execute off of that set piece. I feel like one of our most wasted areas of ability last season was on set pieces. When you looked at the size of the squad, the players you had coming in, the likes of Derek Jones, Bill Tui Loma, Adelson Melanda still in those service areas, we just couldn't serve in deliveries. And it was really refreshing to see Kerwin Vargas put in a really good ball and have someone attack it. Set pieces are so vital to be utilized because it's a free opportunity to whip a ball into an area. And it's great that Charlotte FC has set the tone early this season as a priority to finish from corners. It was a set piece that was started by Kerwin Vargas and ended with a big payoff. This corner kick is brought to you by Daimler Trucks. They will donate $100 for charity for every corner kick Charlotte FC has this season. A shot toward the middle. A shot to score! Daimler Trucks doing a very good job there by making that happen for us and for the boys and girls clubs of the Carolinas. And also from Adilson Melanda, you want to talk about somebody who was snake bit in front of goal for so many times over the course of his first two seasons? He's one definitely who's had that marker along him. I remember two or three times he'd hit the crossbar from headers, so it was very nice for him to be able to run into that six-yard box and nail it into the back of the net with his head. He wasn't going to miss it, but what's so important is he made that run, he took that gamble, and he was awarded with the platter in front of him. Kerwin Vargas earned a penalty late in the second half. Chance for Charlotte FC to add to that lead, but he was actually saved by the New York keeper. Vargas stood over it. Waits for the okay from Mario Marge to write the name of the black book. It's a long wait. Whistle given. Vargas approaches, shoots, save made by Matt Freeze. He went to ground, guessed right, and saved it. Anytime a player starts the stutter step, you're always looking at how are they going to generate enough power from stopping in the run-up. You see him slowing his run-up, stutter step, and it almost becomes a one-step penalty there. You're not going to be able to generate the same amount of power with that broken-up run-up. 
And then the other issue is, once the goalkeeper guesses right, because you don't have that oomph on the ball. One of the things I did love, though, in the response is that everybody seemed to approach Kerwin when it came to that. Yes, there's a good leadership. Ashley Westwood leads the way, gets everybody to rally around him. It was a tough night, but don't forget, he had the assist on the corner. Final Charlotte FC 1, NYC FC 0. We'll come back with more postgame in a moment on the Charlotte FC Radio Network. You're listening to the Charlotte FC postgame show exclusively on the Charlotte FC Radio Network. Now back to Will Pelagic and Jessica Charman with exclusive post-game coverage of tonight's match. Charlotte FC, a 1-0 victory over NYCFC. Big, big win for Charlotte. They get three points to the good. We'll run down the rest of the MLS scoreboard in a moment. But Charlotte FC outshot by New York 12-11. The shots on target 5-2 in favor of Charlotte, meaning that Charlotte definitely kept New York away from the goal opportunities. It's just a matter of uh, a lot of those opportunities that they got themselves in dangerous areas was a little too close for comfort. Uh, six shots inside the box for Charlotte. Seven of the 12 for New York were inside the box. Possession 62% for New York. Charlotte 38, but I also feel like Charlotte, when it came to, uh, how many times did we see this the other way? Not only last year, but the year before. How many times did we see us dominate possession, but it wasn't meaningful possession. I felt like the same was the case for New York in this match. There was a lot of playing with it in their own half and around the neutral third. Yeah, possession with a purpose is what we always say, right? You want to make sure you're using that ball with meaning, using that ball with purpose to transpire up the field. I also think that one of the reasons that NYCFC was able to have the ball was because Charlotte was organized in their press. They didn't care if NYCFC were able to move the ball from fullback to goalkeeper to centre-back to full back that was fine that was safe so a lot of nycfc's possession was in safe zones of the field once they progressed up the pitch that's when charlotte fc was able to execute and step to the ball and force them backwards and you look at the quality of the strikes that nycfc were able to create when you look at the xg 0.58 it shows you again that the chances they were creating weren't adding up to much we talked in the game about 18 yards 22 yards most of their shots were coming from long range because charlotte fc was organized enough to force them backwards and not allow decent efforts on frame of course you look at charlotte's expected goals 1.61 that denotes the penalty that was missed by Kerwin vargas but it also denotes because when you looked at the figure early it also looks at how unlikely of a goal it was with what charlotte was able to do in front of a net mouth scramble to get the first marker on the board it's about the quality of the chance right it's about how likely is that opportunity opportunity to find the back of the net. 1.61 is a pretty decent figure. Obviously, a penalty is probably at 0.8 or similar. I think what that shows is Sean FC was creating chances. They just didn't have the opportunities to finish as well as they might like. Post games also brought to you by Smith Turf and Irrigation, who is proud to be an official partner of Charlotte FC. STI is a leading provider of professional equipment, irrigation, and landscape products for professionals across the Carolinas. Visit them online at smithturf.com to learn more. Charlotte won New York City nil. We're back to wrap things up, give you an MLS scoreboard check, and look ahead to next week in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada on the Charlotte FC Radio Network. You're listening to the Charlotte FC postgame show exclusively on the Charlotte FC Radio Network. Now back to Will Pelagic and Jessica Charman with exclusive postgame coverage of tonight's match. Charlotte FC with a 1-0 victory over NYCFC. Postgame brought to you in part by Janny King International, leader in the commercial cleaning industry for over 50 years as the first commercial cleaning franchise company with local support offices. Janny King has developed comprehensive programs to address proper cleaning and disinfection application. Visit JannyKing.com for more information. 
Uh, I know that we talked about it beforehand with the replacement referees, hoping that it was not going to be part of the preamble or at least the part of this game. We did see some decisions that we probably could pick apart a little bit from this officiating crew. Yeah. Uh, yes, but I also think we've said that with pro referees, right? Sure. I think part of our job is always going to be to look into refereeing decisions, and there were plenty of refereeing decisions last year that were problematic, and they were pro referees. So I think the handball should have been called on the pitch, yeah, but I think the positioning messed up the referee, mm -hmm. and the fact that Kerwin was shielding the two players that intertwined to create the handball um, was one of the reasons the call wasn't made. doesn't matter. Went in our favor, but we got to work on our PKs now, it feels like. Columbus won. Atlanta nil. A final from earlier today. Kucha Hernandez's 27th-minute goal stands up for the defending champions. LAC, LAFC with a 2-1 win over Seattle. Orlando and Montreal play to a score of the straw. Philadelphia and Chicago 2-2. They draw. D.C. United gets a hat-trick from Christian Benteke to beat New England 3-1. Still in the 66th minute in, K in uh, Houston with Dynamo trailing Sporting Kansas City 1-0. St. Louis and Salt Lake, nil-nil, 66-minute. Dallas and San Jose, also a 1-1 scoreline, 66-minute in Dallas. Minnesota leading Austin in Austin, 1-nil, 65th-minute. And Portland and Colorado later on tonight, beginning at 10.30. We play the only team that doesn't play this weekend on Saturday night next week, and that is Vancouver Whitecaps. Team Charlotte FC has not seen in two years. It's obviously we don't have anything really to go off of with them, but it's always difficult to go inside the opposing team's home opener, especially when they have not played in the first contest. Yeah, it's going to be really difficult. And it's always difficult when you have that long travel under your belt as well. But I think one thing that's advantageous to Charlotte is they go into this one with momentum. They've built great momentum through preseason, and that's continued with an excellent result today. But in Vancouver, I'm worried about the fact Charlotte FC's already had that one game under their belts to grow and thrive under pressure. Always fun to build off a victory. Even better when we get three points at home. This copyrighted broadcast of Major League Soccer may not be retransmitted, reproduced, or rebroadcast without the express written consent of Major League Soccer. The broadcast manager at Tepper Sports is Amy Martin. Brand manager is Jeff Rickard. His assistant, Colin Hoggard. Chief engineer is Ron Tolleson. Studio operations by Aaron Shropshire. And our producer, our executive producer of the Charlotte FC Radio Network is Matt Hogan. Our next broadcast comes your way a week from tonight as Charlotte FC takes on Vancouver Whitecaps. Pre-game coverage across the same networks on this network begins at 7, and our kick time is just after 7.30. For Jessica Charman, I'm Will Pelagic saying, hope you enjoyed this one as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. Charlotte FC with a 1-0 victory over NYCFC for their first season-opening win in club history. We'll talk to you next week from British Columbia on the Charlotte FC Radio Network. This has been a special presentation of the Charlotte FC Radio Network. Thanks for listening, and be sure to join us for our next match on March 2nd between Charlotte FC and the Vancouver Whitecaps.